Numbers 34, and in this chapter we're going to consider how the promised land was divided up, and which tribes, you know, what were the boundaries of it basically? What was in the inheritance and what was out? Numbers 34. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, command the children of Israel and tell them, when you come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan according to its borders. Your south quarter shall be the wilderness of Zin, along by the side of Edom, and your south border shall be from the end of the Salt Sea east. Your border shall turn about southward of the ascent of Akrabim and pass along to Zin, and it shall pass south of Kadesh Barnea, and it shall go from there to Hazar Adar and pass along to Asmon. The border shall turn about from Asmon to the brook of Egypt, and it shall end at the sea. For the western border, you shall have the great sea as its border. This shall be your west border. This shall be your north border. From the great sea, you shall mark out for yourself Mount Hor. From Mount Hor, you shall mark out to the entrance of Hamath, and the border shall pass by Zedad. Then the border shall go to Ziphron, and it shall end at Hazar Enan. This shall be your north border. You shall mark out your east border, from Hazar Enan to Shepham. The border shall go down from Shepham to Riblah on the east side of Ain. The border shall go down and shall reach to the side of the Sea of Chinnereth eastward. The border shall go down to the Jordan and end at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land according to its borders around it. Moses commanded the children of Israel saying, this is the land which you shall inherit by lot which Yahweh has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. For the tribe of the children of Reuben, according to their father's houses, the tribe of the children of Gad, according to their father's houses, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had received their inheritance. The two tribes and the half-tribe had received their inheritance beyond the Jordan, at Jericho eastward, toward the sunrise. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, these are the names of the men who shall divide the land to you for inheritance. Eleazar the priest, and Joshua the son of Nun. You shall take one prince of every tribe to divide the land for inheritance. These are the names of men. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephunneh. Of the tribe of the children of Simeon, Shemuel the son of Amihud. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad the son of Chrislon. Of the tribe of the children of Dan, a prince, Buki, the son of Jogli. Of the children of Joseph, of the tribe of the children of Manasseh, a prince, Haniel, the son of Ephod. Of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, a prince, Kemuel, the son of Shiftan. Of the tribe of the children of Zebulun, a prince, Elisaphan, the son of Parnak. Of the tribe of the children of Issachar, a prince, Paltiel, the son of Azan. Of the tribe of the children of Asher, a prince, Ahihud, the son of Shelomi, of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, a prince, Pedahel, the son of Amihud. These are they whom Yahweh commanded to divide the inheritance to the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. So the first part of the chapter is telling us the outside boundaries of the promised land. And then the second part is telling us the names of all the people who had the job of you know, going out and working out where everyone was going to be. So it says that the um, south border was from the Salt Sea. Now that's the Dead Sea today. And it li listed a bunch of places basically connecting it across to the Mediterranean Sea. 
So we get the rough idea, you know, more or less Dead Sea, south and across. The western border was the Mediterranean Sea. The north border was from Mount Hor across to some other place names that you may not be familiar with. And the eastern border was, was effectively the Jordan River. It says the Sea of Chinnereth, which is Gennesaret today. Um, so you know where Jesus lived up in the, the area of Galilee up there. So from up there, all the way down the Jordan River, all the way down to the Salt Sea or the Dead Sea. So those are the boundaries. Basically on the right side, on the right side or the, or the east is the, the river and on the west side is the Mediterranean Sea and that's the boundaries. So what's really interesting in this chapter is it says that three of the tribes had received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan. So they camped here on the plains of Moab and they're about to cross the Jordan and go into the promised land, but three of the tribes already received their inheritance. And it's interesting because the Lord was saying that these are the boundaries of your inheritance, but three of the tribes actually asked for their inheritance outside of those boundaries. In other words, they were looking, I mean, you know, practically back then they got their land and, and that was fine, but spiritually, this happens to us today, or it happens to people today, that the Lord says to people, he says, this is your inheritance. This is what I have planned for you. But people say, can I have my inheritance over here instead? They don't want the things that God's putting before them. They want something else that takes their eye. So um, there might be a, a church congregation that the Lord's calling you to be a part of, and you're supposed to sow your life into it and belong to it and join your prayers to it and, and connect with those people and be of one heart with them. And that's going to be an inheritance to you. And over a long period of time, that's going to bring a lot of blessing to you. And you're going to bring a lot of blessing to that. And that's a place where you'll belong and you'll be loved and provided for. That's the Lord's plan. But someone says, oh, I like the look of this other thing. Or, I'm or something else. They might say, I'm too busy to go to church on Sunday. I can have my own worship at home on my own. Or people say all sorts of things and they choose for themselves an inheritance outside of the boundaries that God has allotted for them. And so it says here that the, the two and the half tribes took their inheritance outside the boundaries of the land. It said they had already received their inheritance. And it's very, very sad when someone like, say, for example, Esau and Jacob, you'll remember the story of them from the book of Genesis. And um, Esau made a deal with Jacob. He said, I'm so famished. He said, just give me a bowl of stew and I'll give you my inheritance in return. So Esau, in a moment of stupidity, he sold his inheritance to his brother for a bowl of soup. When it came time to get his inheritance, well, he'd already had his inheritance. His inheritance was the bowl of soup. And that's what people do. We see things in the world around us that we want. We think they're good. And we ask the Lord, give me that. Or we, we see a, um, a certain portion of life that we go after and we think that's what we want. And we take things for our inheritance that are outside of the Lord's boundaries. It's not good. We need to say, Lord, what do you have for me? Where's my inheritance, Lord? And when the Lord shows us to it, we, we need to go for that and not have eyes for the other things that look so attractive. Sadly enough, it was only a matter of, I think, about, um, I think it was only a matter of a, matter of a couple of hundred years and, and some of those tribes had already lost those, their inheritance. The tribes that were in the land of Moab and Og and Bashan, they'd already started losing their territory and um, they didn't hang on to it. And um, 
So I don't know whether that was because they weren't faithful to the Lord. I'm not sure what the reason is, but I know that when you try to cling to an inheritance that's not what the Lord has for you, ultimately you're going to end up empty-handed. You can end up with nothing because everything that you try to create on your own is going to be meaningless. In the second half of the book, it lists the names of the 12 men. I think it's 12, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12, who helped to divide up the land, one per tribe. And it's Eliezer, Joshua, Caleb, Shemuel, Elidad, Buki, Haniel, Kemuel, Elisaphan, Paltiel, Ahihud, and Pedahel. <laughs> Try pronouncing them in a rush. And so these 12 men, I'm going to read to you very carefully, just slowly, the meaning of their 12 names. Because as you read the meaning of the 12 names, you get this overwhelming sense that God is with you. God is in this. So these are the men that were dividing up the inheritance. In, in other words, these, these are kind of like pastors. These are, these are, this is kind of symbolic of the people that bring what is the Lord's and give it to you. On a Sunday morning when there's a preacher, it could be me or it could be anyone you listen to, my father, and they bring you the word of the Lord, they're giving you your inheritance. They're dividing it up for you. And so here are the names of these 12 men. Eliezer means God is my helper. Joshua means the Lord is my salvation. Caleb, well, Caleb's an interesting one. He's the exception here. His name means dog. <laughs> but one of the commentators I listened to, we called him Big Dog Caleb because he was a ferocious warrior. And we've got to have a bit of dog about us if we're going to follow the Lord, you know, a bit of boldness. Shemuel means heard of the Lord. The Lord has heard us. Elidad means God has loved us. Buki means the, the mouth of the Lord. Haniel means the grace of the Lord. Kemuel means the congregation of the Lord or the people of the Lord. Elisaphan means God is our protector. Paltiel, the deliverer of the Lord. Ahihud, the brother of honor. And Pedahel, God has saved us. Isn't they, all these names fantastic, apart from Caleb, they're all about the Lord. <laughs> but Caleb is, of course, the one that, that was so bold for the Lord. So we've got to have a bit of dog in us, a bit of mongrel to follow the Lord too. And so these are the people that divided up the inheritance and every name is a cool name. So we want, to, we want to receive our inheritance by faith and we know that as we receive it, we're receiving from the Lord. So Father, give us our inheritance, I pray. And I know that that's you know, an eternal thing. One day we'll be with you and receive our eternal reward. But Lord, also give us inheritance now. Lord, put us in the body of Christ. Help us to find faithfulness there and reward and for our service and to see results from our effort and answers to our prayer and children growing up in righteousness and, and the effects of our service in the lives of others. Lord, give us fruit. Give us inheritance let it be in the boundaries that you have chosen and let us not go chasing after things outside of the boundaries you have chosen. Father, I ask you to bless us in Jesus' name. Amen.